There are certain moments and words that shaped a new era in pro wrestling. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Brett screwed Brett. Die, Rocky, die. Introducing the Book of Wrestling, 25 catchphrases that explain the Attitude Era. Tune in as we relive one of the most exciting, intense, and over-the-top times in WWE with new interviews with the voices that made the promos, calls, and catchphrases into history. Listen now. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Let's roll, baby. Welcome in. It's the Tuesday edition of Ring of Gambling. John Jastrzemski and the world traveler, Joe House, from Augusta to the Dominican Republic. Must be nice, buddy. Must be nice. <laughs> JJ, this is one of those deals where I, I knew Augusta was on the calendar for 2022, so I had to negotiate something with the family. Now, this this and this is really a payoff for the family, I had to reacquaint myself with them. But uh, it does happen to be at a world-class resort, world-class golf facility. The tour was just down here a couple of weeks ago. I can't wait to go pound uh, a half dozen balls out into the ocean. Oh, I would expect nothing less. And so what you're telling me is a resort in the DR with a world-renowned golf course is a give back weekend to the house family. That's what you're Quiet. telling me. Let's keep it quiet. Let's just keep hey, it quiet. Listen, I mean, like, your secret is safe here, pal. This your is, secret you know, is safe on Ringer Gambling. You don't have to I, worry you, about you, that. You, as you as you work your way forward with your beloved, you're going to have you know uh, decades of a relationship with with your beloved fiance. I'm just telling you, keep an eye out for those opportunities for win wins. That's all. That's my hey, listen, that's my when observation. You can find a win win, and everybody's happy, and everybody's in a good mood. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. All yeah. right, before we get to these crazy NBA playing games, and we got a lot of thoughts, we got a lot of takes, Augusta was good to me, bro, and I know it was good to you. I ended up playing Scotty Scheffler with a mutual friend, the great Joe Beningo, the former uh, radio host who's a, a guest weekly on New York, New York during the football season. We hit him at 15-1. to I had Justin Thomas over Rom. You love that. Morikawa, I was in on him. Willie Z, I was in on him. And you guys cleaned out, it seemed like, on Ringer Gambling with you and Fairway Rolling. Nice, dude. We, yes, we hit a couple of the 
heavy um, leans that we had in there. Uh, uh, my man Morikawa, we had him top five, top 10, top 20. We had a little action on him to win also because he was north of um, 20 to one. And we were like, this is great value. Um, we gave out a, a couple of different make-miss cut bets. We had Bryson to miss the cut. And, and look, this is, again, I keep saying it. We don't dislike Bryson DeChambeau. We like him. But he was he he admitted before the tournament. He's clearly he not hurt. right. He's yeah. clearly not right. And he shot eighty on Thursday. I mean on Friday. So you know he he lost a he shot worse than Larry Mize. Um, and we had Tiger making the cut because let's be honest. I mean what what's the point? You know what 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 are we even doing if if we're not going to bet on Tiger Woods to make the cut? And I have now, you know I I will always be honored, humble and honored to, to the golf gods to give us. The, that wonderful gesture of Tiger making that putt on 16 on Thursday to get himself under par on Thursday. He finished one under, and that crowd that was convened there, it was uh, Thursday afternoon. It was an amazing crowd. The, the overall, the jubilation, you know, because the, the surrounding, you get so many people, it becomes its own little amphitheater. It's not quite the, a match of 16 at, in Phoenix, you know, but it's a natural kind of amphitheater effect because it's 100% surround almost. Um, and it just was a roar unlike any other. Would you say that was the highlight for you at Augusta? For me, yes. Uh, the, the two highlights were Tiger Woods making that putt on Thursday. And then on Friday, we walked with the Dustin Johnson, Colin Morikawa, Billy Horschel group. And we, were, we, we posted up um, behind 10 for a little while and we had a great spot right on the ropes and what we were, we could um, watch guys hit from the fairway into the green. And it was a back right pin position on Friday. DJ hit one that hit the back of the green and rolled off and it rolled right down uh, to Nathan Hubbard's feet. Now Nathan had to spread his feet. So he didn't, I told him to kick it because we had a little cash on DJ as well. Uh, Nathan is a man of integrity, so he wouldn't do it. The ball rolled right into the pine straw right in front of us. We had a front row seat to DJ um, chipping back up. Of course, he saved par. And you, from the lie, like you and me taking the wedge that he took and like how many tries it would take us to hit the green and everything. The, the most, um, the, the biggest takeaway, what an athlete DJ is in real life. Well, he's a like, machine. He's I mean, machine. the only issue with him always is putting. I mean, as far as like being a physical specimen, that dude, I, I've never seen him that close in person. Because when I was at Beth Page, I didn't see the Dustin Johnson group. Rom, a little on the chunkier side. Phil, we know what Phil is. So, like, there are certain guys you expect to be, like, jacked. DJ yeah. strikes me as one of those guys that doesn't have an ounce of fat on his body. That's the thing. Like, he's a dude where his waist, you know, he's a, he's a, got an actual athlete kind of V-shape to him. He's also a tall boy. Like, let there be no doubt, you know. That 6'4", he's all of it. He's all of that 6'4". So it was that was cool. And, the, you know, he, the funny thing is he needed a ruling because the way it was sitting on the pine straw, it was um, up against a, a spot where it looked like there might have been some water. They called a rules official over. As soon as they were done, he didn't get relief. The rules official walks away. DJ takes his club. No practice swing. Bang. Bangs it on. Four feet. Sinks the putt. No problem. Let's go. It's um, business. How was the celebrity gatherings? Uh, we didn't do too much out and about. We ran into a lot of folks. This is such a, a, a gathering convening of like the sports, um, business community. You see so many, um, folks, the head of ESPN was out there. All a lot kinds of the of elites, folks. you know what yeah, I mean? Has I don't know about any of that. I don't know anything about you, you, the elites. You were amongst the elites. Let's be honest, bro. Here, the, the best sighting, the best sighting of the week. 
and I mean this um, with all due respect. I want to say this as respectfully as possible because speaking of DJ, I don't want to get punched. Paulina, we walked on Thursday also. DJ played late afternoon. We we have we followed that group a bit because we, we had this interest in Morikawa and, and DJ. And for a little bit of the 11th hole, we were alongside Paulina. And all I can say is great job by her and great job by DJ. Now I'm, now I'm two, really, really jealous. Two Thanks. beautiful people. Two Thanks. beautiful people. That's Thanks. all I'll say. Thanks. I can only imagine. All right. Now, from Paulina Gretzky to NBA playing games. Um, I like the playing tournament. It gives us something to watch the next couple of days. Uh, House, I wish we had tickets, though on Brooklyn from the beginning of the year to be in the play Like, what would that have paid out? I don't even think they oh, offered man. that bet at FanDuel. Like, I would in, in all seriousness, if you told me in October the Brooklyn Nets are playing in the plane, I probably would have given you, like, 20 to 1, 50 to 1. Yeah, the books would never give us that much juice, but for sure, the odds, you know, you could have done a, a missed the playoffs bet, um, but that would that's not going to cash. It's not going to cash. And listen, for tonight's game. Because they're making it. They're making it, and I have every expectation they're going to roll tonight. I know Cleveland's been spunky all year. Cleveland, feel-good story in the first half. They have not been the same team in the second half. The Jared Allen injury, other injuries they've had to contend with. They played Brooklyn just a few days ago, and Brooklyn found a way to pull away in the fourth quarter. Now, if you look at the line, it opened at eight and a half. It is now at nine and a half. I think this game has double-digit win written all over it for Brooklyn. If I'm going to take Brooklyn seriously as a title contender, and listen, when you have Kevin Durant, and when you have Kyrie Irving, you want every expectation to take them seriously as a title contender. You can't mess around with this game, unless you would rather play the Miami Heat than the Boston Celtics. That, to me, is the only justification for Brooklyn maybe strategically saying, hey, maybe... Maybe we fool around, we play a game on Friday, but you don't want to do that because then Friday it's winner go home. You can't have that. I think the Nets absolutely smoked the Cavs tonight. Yeah, I love that strategic angle, right? The possibility of choosing Miami o- over Boston. But the hoops gods don't like that kind of chicanery. I mean, this when it's when it's win and in, you don't, you know, risk the possibility that you go out on Friday expecting, oh, we'll just roll in this situation. And all of a sudden, speaking of roll. KD rolls an ankle, and it and Kyrie has to to get them across the goal line. You know, or you a, a run get. into a team like with Trey Young, where he goes off for fifty points, and he's the best player on the floor, and it's one game, and you're out. That can happen. Can't too. have that. No. Yeah. So we're we're in lockstep on this um, situation tonight. I'm I'm not afraid of laying the nine and a half. They these two teams just played a few days ago. Brooklyn won by eleven. It was comfortable. The only thing that that you know would screw this up is. Brooklyn's up by uh, 12 with 10 seconds left. <laughs> and, uh, you know, um, Garland comes down, just jacks up a three, and that's it. Like, you lose. You know, you lose the nine and a half because it, not, a meaningless three goes up. Gut feel. Brooklyn favored against either one of these teams, series price, Miami, or Boston come Saturday? Oh, they'll be, yeah, they'll be favored against both, I expect. I would say, like, minus 120, 125. Right yeah, around there? Yeah, for sure. Yes. Definitely. But there's going to be unbelievable value with the home team, man. You I know mean, everybody's going to be betting the Nets. That's going to be unbelievable value with the Celtics and the Heat. It is crazy that, you know, the, the only downside with this play-in, and I share your enthusiasm for it, it's just wonderful to be sitting here on a Tuesday. We have legit four playoff basketball games staring us in the face these next couple well, of days. Well, and you think about the weekend. The weekend, I know you were at Augusta. 
Good luck trying to handicap those games when you had no idea who's playing, who cared, who's in, who's out. It was like, you know what it was like? It was like the worst week 17 or 18 in the NFL that you could possibly find. <laughs> People were like, oh, are you going to be into these games this weekend? I was like, no. I was like, they're awful. I was like, I don't know who's playing. Get me to the playoffs, for goodness sakes. Yeah, and and especially in, in the East, three teams ended up with the exact same record, two through four. So, like, yeah, there was tie no breakers, What's the tiebreaker? Right, I got a breakdown right. scenario. Don't, don't get me started. Don't we don't have started. a resident mathematician uh, to help with that. Um, yeah, we need to get that on the payroll. We got to talk to the podfather <laughs> about that. That's above our pay grade, I think. For sure, for sure. But the only knock I would say is for Boston, who is most likely to catch these nets, you and I both think, they... We would assume they're de- devoting the majority of their planning resources to, to Brooklyn. I don't know tonight. I think right? that would be a safe bet. If but for a couple of days, they they can't. They have to hedge. They have to take some resources and and prepare for somebody else. That that's the only knock. Like a two seed doesn't have certainty and doesn't get the benefit of like the 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 three seed or the you know below the three to six seeds in terms of who they're planning for. So I have a feeling we're going to be tying Brooklyn into just about everything over these playing parlays forever, whatever we decide to do. Okay, this next game I think we're going to be heads up on. That's just a gut feel. Clippers, Timberwolves. The Clippers are spunky. The Clippers have playoff experience. Line opened at two and a half. It is up to three and a half. House, I'm going to defer to you here. What is your lean? What is your take? Clippers, Timberwolves. 9.30 9.30 tonight on the East Coast. T-Wolves laying three and a half. Uh, I'm all over the Clippers. I love the Clippers um, uh, getting the points. I'm going to play the Clippers money line as well. I've already parlayed the Brooklyn uh, Clippers uh, money line. I'm going to just ride that. And, you know, I absolutely admire everything that the T-Wolves have done. I expect them to be the eighth seed in these playoffs. I expect them, you know, if they lose tonight, they will well, definitely Well, let's be honest, Tom, whoever loses this game is a heavy favorite against New Orleans or San Antonio on Friday. Heavy that's right. favorite. That's yeah. right. And that's fine. Here, Here is the analyticals for it. The Clippers have the best player, right? I mean, it's it's fun that it's an, a legit argument this year, though, because you could really make a case for KAT. But Paul George, as you said, with, it's been Cat's best year, without yeah. question. Oh, for sure. But but you you can't put Paul George's playoff resume, even with you know, it's kind of funny to talk about his playoff resume, playoff in P, this context, baby. playoff P. But he has all of those reps, like the you know the the combined playoff experience of this Clippers team. Plus, the Clippers have been on a heater, five and zero over the last five games, four and one against the spread. Minnesota had a tough stretch, just their schedule wise. They've lost six of their last ten games. Um, and this is just one of those deals where Minnesota gets to host a playoff game, and God, this, that's what's so great about this play on, playing thing. Um, and they'll get to host again Friday <laughs> if, if if this goes the way that I expect. But I just I'm not prepared to to take these kids now. Look, he, the variance comes from how how well Minnesota Minnesota can um, shoot the ball from three. They can get hot, and if Russell and Anthony Edwards come in and get hot. And then I just tip my cap to him and say, great job, guys. You know, you deserved it. You're the you're the seventh seed, and that would be a fine result. I just like the Clippers, you know, getting the points in this action. I knew we were going to be heads up in this game because I know you well enough now yes, to yes. figure you were going to be in on the Clippers. They've been good to us throughout the year. You saw them in person. So I felt like you had a loyalty to them. 
Minnesota is better than people think. I'm telling you, House. You're you right. You mentioned the idea that they can shoot the ball lights out from three. This is the best basketball Towns has ever played. And I just think the intangible factor, right? Like, this to me strikes me as a game where a team that has done nothing in the NBA for like 20 plus years, they've had like four, five home playoff games in like the last 22 years, something along those lines. It's insane. I think this is going to be a moment for the Timberwolves tonight. I just think they're going to feed off the home crowd. I think the place is going to be rocking. I think the backcourt Edwards is going to make things happen. I think Russell is going to make things happen. I think Towns ends up being the best player on the floor tonight. I think this so is going to be a game where Carl Anthony Towns goes to shine. And House, a lot of people betting the Clippers. Line's gone from two and a half to three and a half. Yeah. Yeah, I know it. I, I Look, the the underrated aspect to this to me, I think we have in this matchup and part of what I find fascinating, two legit candidates for coach of the year. Like, oh, 100%. I don't think neither one of them has done such a good job with the Clippers this year. Such yeah. a good job. Neither one's going to jump over either Tyler Jenkins for Memphis or Monty Williams for Phoenix. But Chris Finch and Ty Lue just deserve so much credit. And part of the fascinating matchup to me is like, there are some advanced analytics around how these teams do, you know, switching um, and how they get out on the perimeter. And the Clippers over the course of year, this year haven't had um, a, a great performance with switching defense. But, you know, I just think the, the matchups, I, I'll be fine with tipping my cap to Minnesota if they win tonight. I don't have any problem at, at all with Minnesota winning. I just feel like there's value on the Clips. And, and like you say, I have my Clips biased. I think they're tough. I they are they're tough. A tough and listen, regardless, We'll be taking the loser of this game probably to win on Friday, but that's neither here nor there. Okay, games on Wednesday. Clearly, I mean, the best game of the four is Minnesota and the Clippers. I think that's yes. the best game of the bunch. I am intrigued, though, the lamello Trey Young duel that you're going to have on Wednesday. That's it. That's kind of cool. We saw what Trey Young did in the postseason last year. He was spectacular. Hornets have had a good year. Give him credit. They've made the playoffs. They've kind of weathered the storm. It looked like they were going to bottom out middle of the year. It didn't happen. They end up making the postseason. But Atlanta House, I don't know if you were feeling this way. I was very high on them at the beginning of the year. Like, I bet them as an over. Me too. I thought they were a team that could win the East. Like, I was very bullish on the Hawks. They stunk for two-thirds of the year. But the final 20 or so games, they turned it on. So here's what I'm trying to figure out. Who are the Atlanta Hawks? Are they the team we saw for two-thirds of the year that stunk? Are they the team that got themselves into this position where they're hosting here on Wednesday? That's the million-dollar question to me in this game. If Atlanta plays their best game, they're going to win, and I think they're going to win comfortably. We just haven't seen enough of that this year. That's the problem. So a couple of interesting tidbits for you. In the first place, if you go back and look at that Cam Reddish trade where everybody was scratching their heads, like, what is Atlanta doing? It doesn't look like they got anything in return. Their metrics through the first part of this season with him on the floor were horrendous. Addition by As subtraction sometimes, Especially dude. defensively. Now, their defense did not noticeably improve over the last third of the season, but it, imp it improved enough. And something happened in terms of the rotation and, you know, guys getting caught. Now, they, Atlanta continues to have injury issues. You know, um, DeAndre Hunter continues to be an injury issue. John Collins continues to be an injury issue. Bogdanovich was out for a bit. Gallinari was out for a bit. They just never really had their intended starting five all season long. But the thing that we know about them is they can score the effing basketball. 
Now, the thing that's, that, that you know, the, the poor Hornets um, haven't really been this, the same kind of, of competitive team without Hayward. And, you know, that's just, if you put Gooden Hayward on the team playing, they have one sort of identity, one sort of profile, without him a different profile. Um, they've been surprisingly tough. If you look at their numbers as an underdog and as an underdog of five points or, or more, pretty competitive. It's like they're like seven or eight games above 500 against the spread. In that situation, Atlanta's been like middling. They're around 500 as a, a favorite like that. I don't mind um, grabbing the points with, Me with, with the Hornets. Well, because of how public it is. Now, I'm fearful of the fact that if Atlanta plays their A game, they're going to win going away. like Atlanta, But I don't know if we're going to get Atlanta's A game. I don't think it's a given we get Atlanta's A game. This so game, I, to me, has tight game written all over it. Maybe Young hits a late three. Yeah. But I'll grab the – I'm with you on let's, that. I am let's cool grab grabbing the, the five with Charlotte. They're a tough me, team. I like yes. that. I Good. like that. Okay, so we're in agreement on underdog number one. San Antonio, New Orleans. Five-point spread. The Spurs have been good to us, dude. And maybe that's where my loyalty lies, where I'm letting, like, you know, like you have a little Clippers bias going in. I definitely am going to have a little bit of Spurs bias going into this game because I've bet them a lot the last couple weeks. We've cashed a lot over the last couple weeks. I'm getting Popovich in five points in a playoff game. I almost feel like that's an automatic play, dude. Yeah, I just don't have anything to argue against you with that. I mean... The best player on the floor, the two best players on the floor, honestly, belong to the Pelicans. And yet what we're looking at is Greg Popovich getting by five points. Even I don't care whether it's home or away in a, in a playoff game. And I like very much a team like the Spurs who saw an opportunity, sized it up, went and grabbed it. And, and there was a, a quote last week that made the rounds from Pop where he basically is like, I feel like I owe it to these young kids to have them learn what it's like to go compete. I just, he said, I understand the logic of, you know, maybe trying to tank or maybe trying to, to not compete. It's just not in me. And I don't know how to teach my kids to do that. What I know how to do is teach them how to compete and win. And that, you know, I know it's rah-rah bullshit, but JJ, I'm on it. That, no, that's I'm in what on I the like. rah-rah bullshit. I'm in on the rah-rah bullshit. And I understand the point of, listen, New Orleans may have the best players on the floor, Murray's fun to watch, though. And he Lonnie is. Walker, Lonnie Walker is a guy I always liked in college. You want to talk about someone that is coming on. He is a guy that has come on for the San Antonio Spurs. I just sat down and wrote down, you know, I'm taking the underdogs in both the Wednesday games. <laughs> nice. I, so basically what you tell me is Wednesday, on. Wednesday will be our underdog special. Yes. We, we have to do it. It's, our, our, it's going to be a two-legged dog, which is okay. All right, double so dog day. Who do, you, who do you think is the more alive underdog to win, San Antonio or Charlotte? Charlotte, just because of the Ooh. variance. The okay. reason is, is you you said it. Um, my boy Ball could get hot if he drops fifty on him. They, he they can will score. be fired up. He will be fired up to go against Young in that game. Not a doubt in my mind, dude. He will be amped for that game, and I like Lamelo. And and the the Hawks defense is the is such a sieve. I have no tr- I have no faith whatsoever in the Hawks defense. So that they feel to me like the better money line play, um, the, the Hornets. But look, we know what we're going to get out of the Spurs. They're going to go try as hard as they can. They're going to play super tough. Um, the, I, I don't even have the total in front of me right this second. Do you have the total for that I one? Do. Give me give me five seconds. I had it a moment ago. There we go. I feel, total I'm just telling is you. Total at 228 right now. That's an under. 
I'm just telling you, it's an under. It's a it's it's that, a pop special under. under. I would agree with that. It's a pop special under. That that's my lean. That's the one thing I feel confident in the the uh, in terms of that game and the outcome there is under 228 and a half. I'm thinking we go Brooklyn, San Antonio, New Orleans under as our family parlay. Ooh, ooh. So a three-legged well, we that spans both days. We need to throw something else in there because we're heads up on Minnesota and the Clippers. We're not going to have a united front there. So we, and I don't like the total in that either. I'm not messing with the total Me in that game. Stay I away. mean, my, I would lean under, but I don't want to mess with it. Um, so we're on the Brooklyn money line. Take Brooklyn I mean, with the no, money Brooklyn, line. See, we're going to okay. have to throw a third leg in there. Because yeah. otherwise, Brooklyn on the money line is going to pass nothing. What is it, minus 450, something crazy 450. like that? So if we go 450 on the money line, if we take the total under San Antonio, New Orleans, and let's see here. I see I have Miami to win the East, which we'll talk about at a later date. I love that I was thinking about that. And let's say Charlotte. Well, right now, that parlay, Nets money line under Spurs Pelicans, 100 plays, 133 bucks. That's no fun. For a two wait, wait, did, did we put Char- no? Put let's put the Charlotte. Charlotte in the there. points. Plus five. So, this now is the Lonzo. Now we're cooking plus three thirty eight. Yeah, yeah. There we go. That's there it. we go. So that's, that's going to be our family parlay. Brooklyn, I said Lonzo. I meant Mello. Close enough. We know a ball family member. <laughs> yeah, I knew we were going under two twenty eight. San Antonio, New Orleans, Brooklyn on the money line. Charlotte plus the five. Now, how's before we say goodbye? And we're going to do all these on Friday. We'll have the deep We'll have series prices. We will be able to do it. But I have a couple, buddy, that are already posted on FanDuel. And I texted you one of them. We can't put it on the series price because it's just too outrageously priced. And we don't want to run the risk of something happening to Giannis or whatever. Whatever the minus amount for games is with Milwaukee, Milwaukee is going to run through Chicago. I'd be shocked if that series went six games, dude. Shocked. Oh, no, no, no. It's not going six games. It's a 4-0 or 4-1, and you can allocate if you want. So if we wanted to do Milwaukee to win in five plus 170, Milwaukee to win in four plus 270. Hmm. Sure. Yeah. Plus odds on both. Minus two and a half games, you got to lay 170 if you want to get involved with that. Uh. I don't want to have price. We have to give all that juice out. I the only series I fired on right away, and it's just because um, it, it it's the value is Toronto. Plus I went one fifty, and, and, yeah. and they're going to be trendy. That's the only thing that scares me a little bit. They're going to be trendy, but we get Nick Nurse against Doc Rivers in a playoff series, plus <laughs> all the nonsense of what's going on north of the border with the vaccination stuff. That they're, they're not going to have Diable. Boom. Give me 150. I mean, that, that that's it. It's intriguing, and we'll be able to play these games individually. I mean, the lines are going to be great. It'll be really exciting to see, especially the in, in Toronto. But I just wanted to grab a, a series price on, on Toronto at the outset. Before you know, I saw moving. it. Utah. Now, this has to be Luka related. That's the only justification for it. They took the line off the Fandle. How is Utah minus 160 in that series against Dallas? I hate that Utah team. I can't stand them. It's it all comes down to Lucas calf. Can you it can must. you tell me can you tell me whether or not you know he's got to wear a bionic brace? That's that's the entirety of it. Dallas really ended up being though just just a one man show. Every analytic, every advanced analytic to me. Now I know that that there will be things that reflect some of their role players stepping up. I just they're 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 unreliable to me. And you know the Utah. If they can get over whatever their personality differences are, and they seem to be sizable, 
um, in the advanced analytics categories, you know, they, they rate very high in net differential and so forth when Gobert and Mitchell both play. So I understand they're, they're deeper, you know, I, I understand why they're very favored. I agree that the price sounds way too high. Way too high. And Golden State and Denver, I would not be surprised if Golden State won that series and won a title. I also wouldn't be surprised if Golden State lost in the first round. Like, I, I don't know where I stand on the Warriors at this point in time. I'm going to let that marinate till Friday. I know my heart is going to want to root for the Nuggets. I can tell you that without hesitation. I will be rooting for Denver in that series. Well, it'll be really fun to see if this MVP candidacy that looks like, you know, the early lean, what I'm hearing is that it's going to be the Joker. I don't know. The Joker know. might I mean, steal it from Embiid. My goodness. Yeah. For folks and who if, had Embiid tickets all year, you're going to be sick. So it'll be an opportunity for, for the Joker to validate that because he's going to be on that that national primetime stage. The, you know, a, ABC and ESPN can't wait to show the Joker in primetime. I mean, the, 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 the Warriors in primetime, which means we're going to see the Joker in primetime. Buddy, I can't wait for Friday. We'll have the plans basically done. We'll have a lot more serious prices. And Friday, we got to start firing on these bad boys. Like, we're in on the Raptors, I can tell. We're going to be uh, definitely having a little Vince Carter, uh, Tracy McGrady, Kawhi Leonard, all the vibes, all the nostalgia. We it's going to be great. We're in on that. We'll be rooting we hard. But we got a lot more uh, digging to do between now and then. Okay? Yeah, JJ, we we going to be the North. It's going to be we the North on that one. I just don't want you mad at me when I show up on this Friday thing three three shades darker from all the golf. No, 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 no. I was going to say, the, but you better put the work in though, and I expect <laughs> gradual progression with each round throughout the day. I want like the house tracker. So I can maybe uh, get some footage of you on the golf course. I wouldn't. Well, wouldn't there, you, the correlation will be the golf and, and the pina colada. There's a ratio there. Well, with no I don't pina know. coladas, we're switching from my ties and Buddy Mary's to pina coladas. Okay. Well, we, we mix it up. You know, it, hey, it's vacation. possible. Exactly. Vacation. Well, you enjoy yourself. We'll chat Friday. Uh, hit them straight, okay? Appreciate you, JJ. Good stuff, House. We're back Friday. Ringer Gambling. We'll have you covered every which way for the NBA plans. And then the first round of the playoffs. I got a New York, New York. Tonight will be a live Bruner after the Nets. Well, the Yankees, the Mets. going to be a wild day in New York sports. And we're thinking of everybody in Brooklyn. Stairs, stairs, stairs. Boys are out. Be good, everybody. <laughs>